It's just like mine. Talking about, um, talking about the couch stuff we do. We got stuff we do. And Porn. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you when I'm when I'm blowing a guy, uh, I try to keep my mind in other places, you know, because that. Are we recording? Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, good. Totally good. Recording. Just want to make sure that's on record. Just getting rid of the bobby pins, <laughs> so they don't. Bobby Pin. He was the first guy I blew actually. <laughs> so how did you get started in comedy? <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Um, What's up, Johnny? Not much, brother. How you doing? Oh, I'm doing all right. A little tired. Yeah, me too. Yeah, crew ship life, man. Ship life. The so voice is all messed up. It's been messed up for weeks. Oh, your voice? Yeah. Yeah. Dude, like you're uh well you were getting over that, that uh bug or something, right? Yeah. There was um the ship was just really dirty for the last couple of weeks. Like yeah. everybody got sick. People in the show got sick. Oh yeah. Um Brandon got sick. Our Brandon got really sick. I had a I started to get a touch of it. Like um I think my first week and I just I stayed in bed and then I think we got off in port on uh yeah, because I started it started hitting me in, on Friday in Nassau, and then we got off the next day in uh, Miami. I went to uh, Target. I just bought a bunch of medicine and I just nipped, nipped it in the bud. Thank God. I, I first week I went to like the pharmacy in St. Thomas and I loaded up on Mucinex and um, I don't know what else I got. I got uh, oh I got the um, what are those cough drops? Uh, Secrets. The, uh, the coldies. Coldies. Ricola. No, 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 coldies. It's uh, it's coldies? loaded with zinc. Yeah, they uh, call it cold ease with a Z because uh, it's, because it's loaded with zinc and it says, well, it's gonna shorten your cold. It's gonna ease the cold. Right, and I never got really sick. I never got like a fever or anything like Brandon. Like Brandon was white as a ghost. Bra- oh yeah, Brandon. Was yeah, I thought he was gonna die. Um, he, 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 he can't die. Yeah, he can't. He's too happy. His, his, yeah, exactly. Even when he Even, gets really sick, he's just like, so what's going on? Well, I threw up like six times. Yeah, I like uh, so threw sick. up, and uh, yeah, and uh, yeah, I feel like death. But uh, I had diarrhea for like six hours. Dude, it was I awesome. Was, I got to sit on the toilet for a long yeah, time. Yeah, with a big, so he's going to. Giant smile. Yeah, he's going to, when he did. So I died, but uh, yeah, it was, you know, hey, hey, you know what? I had a good time. He is the greatest. Oh, I love Brandon. God, what is that guy? And you never met him before this. Never met him before yeah. this contract. You guys play well together, man. Thanks. Yeah, we have a good time. He is by far one of the best piano players I've ever met on this ship. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean in my life. Like, yeah, yeah, really oh, yeah. Good. He's he's just amazing. Like, and he, and he does it just kind of goofing off. Like somebody requested chopsticks, and I was like, "Oh yeah, chopsticks. Here you go." And he was like, "Oh yeah. Well, we can also do it like this." And he actually knows like real chopsticks. And then he knows seventeen variations of chopsticks. Mm-hmm. Where and I'm like, "Oh, you're oh you you're one of those guys. <laughs> you actually play piano. Like I'm just this dick who says I can play the piano, and I really have hey hey hey. No, no continue, continue, <laughs> sir. Um, no, he's really good. Yeah. Like, I never really took lessons. Um, really? I started when I was 16. So, you know. You started playing when you were 16? Yeah. That's late, man. That's really late. Yeah. You know, some people started when they were, like, four. Or, you know, when their parents got them into lessons when they were a kid. And so, like, when I see somebody like Brandon, I'm like, oh, you started young. You know what you're doing. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And he's like, oh, yeah, I just do this for fun. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> Well, all I right. I know it's not fair. He's good looking. <coughs> he's incredibly talented. He's a sweet guy. I know. Go fuck yourself. What a dick. Yeah, seriously. I hate that guy. Come on, have have some flaw. No, 
I'll just be I'll just be a great guy all around. Talented. Oh, you guys are the best. Thanks for messing with me. Like yeah. seriously. Like, even oh, and, oh, and hey, here's some hot chicks I want to fuck you too. Let's let's do that. Yeah, let's too. throw those into the mix. Yeah, why not? Drew Carey. It was fun. Drew Carey had a had a great joke. He talks about uh, he's like fuck Brad Pitt, you know, fuck Brad Pitt, cause like uh, I heard, you know, I, I heard from uh, some women who worked on a movie that they uh. Saw you know they saw Brad Pitt naked and like he's hung, and like that's not fair you know because you look at somebody like Ron Jeremy, you know and you think okay God's fair, <laughs> but the Brad Pitt you can't be good looking and have a huge dick <laughs> and be a nice guy. What an ass! Yeah, seriously. Yeah, so so Brandon's like the Brad Pitt of the show. He's the Brad Pitt of the show. He's super nice. Um, I don't I I can't vouch for for the how endowed he is. Um, he's big. I've seen it. No, I haven't. <laughs> But I've heard good things from from many <laughs> from people. next door. From ne- yeah, from next door. Yeah, I've heard boom, boom, boom. That's just his dick banging on the wall, going, "Keep it down, I'm trying to fucking here." That's just him, like trying to put it to sleep. <laughs> Go to bed. Go to bed, Gersanthoclops. No, no, not yet. Gersanthoclops needs more. No, really. How did you get started in comedy? Um. Oh, this is weird, right? Because we're both recording the same show. And it's going on both of our podcasts. Oh, so, so is that, okay. So we're not going to record another one after this. And oh, make, do you want to record another one after this? I don't. You know what? Fuck it. Why not? Well, well this All is right. the first All sharing right. of a podcast. Podcast. Okay. What's the name of your podcast? The Johnny K Show. That's pretty good. Mine's What's for Dinner. Yeah. So there we go. So this is the this is the first collaboration, the Johnny K Show and What's for Dinner podcast co- combo. All right. All right. Okay. So we'll go back and forth. Okay. You ask me a question. I'll ask you a question. Perfect. Okay. So okay. how I got started in comedy. Um, I guess honestly, it's, I, I, it's one of those things that I, I just always wanted to do. Like, I, I know that sounds weird, but since I was a kid, I loved making people laugh. And, um, I was, I, I was, I was a goofy kid. I just, I love making people. It's funny actually, cause, uh, my parents are on the ship this week yeah. and, um, I was talking to my dad and I, I was telling him, dad, do you, did I ever tell you the story of how, like the very first time I got a big laugh and I you know and I I knew that's what I wanted and he goes no and this is a true story okay. I was in third grade and I was in class and we were taking a test or something and uh two kids in class they had their crayon boxes and they put a pencil like through the top of the box so it looked like a walkie-talkie with an antenna oh. and one of them their names were jo- I remember this Josh and Lance and you know one was like hey Josh this is Lance do you read me hey Lance it's Josh yeah I read you and, of course, you know, they were talking in class and we're taking a test. So the teacher picks up her crayon box and she goes, Josh, Lance, could you two please get back to work? And then instinctually, I just knew comedic beats and I go, I'm sorry, this line's been disconnected. Please hang up and try again. Nice. And the class laughed and I just, and the teacher, you know, if you were a smart ass, sometimes you'd get in trouble. The teacher, I remember, just looked at me, kind of smiled, shook her head and goes, you two, get back to work. <laughs> and I just and that that jolt of getting that laugh, I remember it was very addictive. And then uh, um, the next summer, I was in a talent show, Finn Summer Camp, and I did stand up. Really? I was eight years old. I did stand up. Wow. Yeah, and that's I won, awesome. and I won the talent and show. You won. I still have the trophy. Yeah. Okay, that's amazing. And so that was like that was it, and I knew I wanted to do it. And um, from eight to eighteen, I did talent shows and. Um, you know, whenever there was any kind of chance to perform, I'd jump at it, whether it was doing some kind of comedy routine or lip syncing to a Weird Al song or whatever. 
And then a month after I turned 18, I did my first official open mic, which was at this bar down the street from my house. And my whole family came oh, to like see a it. a real club gig. It wasn't a club. It was a bar. Oh, it was a bar. But there was a pride. There was, I think I won 25, 25 bucks. No, no, no. I won a bar tab, a $25 bar tab. Oh. Then I came back for the finals, and I won a $100 bar tab. But it was all based on audience response. Right. And the audience was composed 95% of my family. So, of course, <laughs> I was going to win. Well, then, then, you, then, yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah. yeah. But, um, good yeah. chance you might win. Yeah, good, pretty good chance. But, yeah, that's that's pretty much how I started, man. It just it was always in me and and uh, just and pursued it. How old are you now? I am uh uh, 19, okay, 19 perfect. years old. So that was the last year. I'm old enough to vote. Good, good for you. Yeah, and you're old enough to drink. Old I've enough to drink. Yes, um, yeah, I've seen it. Yeah, I don't have to tell you. You're very funny. Oh, thanks. You man. know this. Um, I like what you do because I think it's really smart. I think it's really smart comedy. Oh, um, thanks. I appreciate that. Let me give you an example. One of my favorite jokes that you tell on the ship is the joke about going into the hot tubs with either the kids oh, or yeah. the old people and I love it because you say this line about the kids like not being supervised and you give a thank you and I love it because there's subtext where everybody else is thinking the same damn thing mm -hmm. and nobody wants to say it nobody wants to call out their kids you do that for them I think that's really smart well, I appreciate I think it it's, it's, there's a depth to that and I mean and that's just one of a million jokes that you do that I think are all just incredibly intelligent and that's why they go over so well so oh, i appreciate it man it's you know it i always <clears throat> uh, oh it's okay there's a there's a joke that um i it used to be my opener it's just i'm and, and well I, th I know it's a little different with you guys but for like with comics for me anyway like i i like my act to evolve you know yeah. so there there are gr there are jokes that i have that kill but i get tired of telling them or i feel like i've outgrown them so there with us with, with song with song well yeah, yeah but the thing now now to, to to turn it to you guys for a second because I've I've talked to a lot of players I've interviewed a few on my podcast and I always say this we're like we're first cousins in the same family right you know we have we we work with we we both we we both have stories about shitty club gigs shitty yeah. bookers right. shitty condos or hotels uh, traveling you know on on the road for hours to go to a gig you know like. We had the same, you know, same road pussy stories, same drinking story. Like, <laughs> honestly, like yes, the, the, these kind of stories are similar. The differences between you guys and us is one, you know, obviously you're up there with your instrument and we're up there by ourselves. Right. Uh, two, which I think is a huge difference, is you guys are encouraged to, if you see somebody doing a bit that you've never seen, you're encouraged to take that bit right. and do it yourself. That's what you guys do. You share bits, you swap bits, whereas comics. Our material is our livelihood, and taking somebody else's joke is a cardinal sin. Yes. We don't do that. Absolutely. But really, aside from those two things, and, and I guess for the most part, you guys are up there with a partner, and again, we're up there by ourselves. Mm -hmm. But aside from that, we're in the same family, you know? Well, I don't, think, I don't think really we're supposed to take other people's bits. I think people are just like, fuck it. I don't care. I'm taking it. You're not here, so I'm going to do it. But I mean, for, but for you guys, it's because for and, and okay, and here's I guess well, this the, is and the they're taught people are taught these bits. Here, here's some material for you to get started. Right, and and I think that stems from and the major difference is you guys need the audience interaction. That is what fuels your show. You yeah, need people absolutely. to request songs. You need people on stage. You you know you again these bits help 
uh, again, if somebody's got a birthday, you have the birthday bits that you right. guys all shared over the years. If you, yeah. you know, if there's a bachelorette party, if there's a, the fight songs and blah, 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 blah. Whereas for comics, we need the audience response, but we don't need them involved in the show. Sure. You know, that that's uh, that's a huge difference between between uh, what we do. Um, but I think you guys, sh- uh, it's okay for you guys to share these bits because you're all in the uh, in the um, uh, in it, your job is to get the audience going. That's what universally you want to do. So I think players are okay with sharing bits even if they came up with it right. just because they know it's going to make for a better show yeah me and my partner from orlando um that i used to work at disney with we would um set each other up specifically to use a line especially if we you know like he'll write a line i'll write a line and um if, it, if we think like when he starts talking it's going to go over better for him to say the line uh, then because we're a team, we don't care who says it as mm-hmm. long as it gets a laugh. Right, as right. As long right. as it kills. Right. Because we're going to borrow each other's stuff all the time. And it's just being able to set each other up for those slam dunk lines is what makes it fun for us. But I think that because you collaborate with somebody so often in that setting, then you end up taking it and using it with other people. Hey, I'm right. going to say this, then you say this. And then I'll say this, and that will be the. What, what's the, one of the, uh, the 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 bits you guys came up with? <clears throat> um, well, we we never really came up with any bits ourselves. We've learned bits from everybody else, but we'll come up with funny lines that we'll, we'll use. What's what's a line? I'm trying to think of. Um, come on, Johnny K. So you're on my show now. So we'll say something about. Um, we'll, we'll be talking about drink a lot, and then we'll get people to clap their hands. Because it burns calories, we'll we'll make a, a you know a false statistic, and for every hand clap you burn seventeen calories, and be like yeah so I mean this is how you get your exercise in while you're on vacation, and then he'll say something like I can see you never clap your hands, you know, because <laughs> I'm bigger than he is, or um, it we'll have some kind of a line about you know he likes to drop in a line about McDonald's because I'd be like oh man I was I wanted to go to McDonald's after work last night I was so hungry. He'll be like, yeah, I, I totally went. Like, he likes to smoke weed and then go to McDonald's. Like, that's his, yeah, that's his nighttime ritual. I'm just gonna smoke a joint and then I'm gonna eat a bunch of really nasty food and I'm gonna enjoy myself. So he brings that on stage, and he'll say, hey, if you guys are really good, this guy, he's so nice, he'll take you to McDonald's. Like, like that's his joke. That's mm-hmm. his one of the. But it's all about the setup. It's all about how he put it in the context of what we're doing. You can't just walk up there and be like, hey, you want to go to McDonald's? Because that's not funny. Right, right, right. But the way we set it up is actually pretty funny. Um, it, it's all about being in the moment. Of course. We can't really we can't really structure those things. They have to happen Kind of organically. For us. Yeah, completely organic. That's what works for us. But we know that we have some, you know, back pocket lines mm-hmm. that we keep out for those situations. And whoever uses it, as long as it gets the laugh, doesn't matter. It yeah, doesn't really matter. And again, with comedy, it's like, no, that's my fucking joke. Don't you dare use my joke. I know, and I can't think of any good ones right now. So I'm trying to think. I, I mean, I literally just woke up an hour ago, and I have not eaten anything. I haven't worked out. Uh, ever. <laughs> ever. <laughs> not, not once. <laughs> not once today. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'll think of something funny later. I, I got interrupted. That's, that's perfect, man. That That's perfect. Later, do me a favor. <laughs> later, when you think of it, call me. We'll set all this up again. That'd be perfect. And then... <laughs> this was really easy, too, by the way. What's that? It was... Um, oh, it's, it's recording. 
Good thing I looked at it now, 15 minutes in. Oh, yeah. That <laughs> very professional. We're using John. By the way, if this sounds different to any of my other, to, to uh, my listeners than my other shows, it's because we're using Johnny's setup. Just, it's just I would hope you have a better setup than me. You're you're a musician and you're you know about recording. I, I just have a couple of USB mics. I actually really like this one. This is the Apogee 96K. It's a, it's a really good travel mic, but I can plug this into my iPhone and record oh, that's on cool. my iPhone directly into this thing. Well, look at that. It's pretty it's pretty snazzy. That's very it's snazzy. Sound, it sounds really good. It's not. This is what my voice actually sounds like right now. It's not the microphone making me sound like shit. Well, do you want me to talk like this? Would that, would that no, be better? No, that's really that's turning me on a little. Is bit. it a little turning you on? Wait, okay, here this is here's Gary Busey turning you on. Hey there, Johnny K. All right, <laughs> now what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna tip. I'm gonna tickle your balls a little bit. All right, I want to tickle your balls. I'm gonna grab your scrotum. I'm just gonna pull a little bit. You like that? You like it? Yeah, 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 you do. Yeah, you oh, do. Really yeah. Oh. oh, yeah. You're going to get some juicy busey all over you. <laughs> yeah. Jeez. Yeah, a little juicy busey. <coughs> oh, man. There you go. Uh, all right, you asked me a question now. Oh, yeah, okay. So, um, how do you, um, how do you like, how do you like shipping? You know, it's funny, like, um, in the comedy world, cruise ships were always, like, like shit, up, like, like shit upon. They were like, uh, "Oh fuck, that's where comics go to die." Why is that? I think because, to be honest, I, well, I guess let me think about it. Because before I started doing cruise ships, I had that attitude, and I think it was because whenever you thought of a cruise comic, you thought of some old, hacky, comic past his prime, just doing like, "How about the buffet, huh?" And the you know, the, and how about. The thing and that, because when actually when I was a kid, I'm from South Florida, so I used to cruise all the time with my parents, and I would go to see the comedy shows. You know, I would always go to see them, and um, with the exception of two times where I saw comics that I had seen previously in the clubs or on television, the the comics were always cheesy. They were just like lounge acts and not real stand ups, and that kind of stuck in my head, and. In the club world, I guess cruise ships are, are considered like out of the mainstream. So if you're doing cruise ships, you're not, you know, working to the clubs, playing the quote unquote real audiences, and you know you're not in L.A. and New York, you know, pounding the 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 the, the club scene out there trying to get a TV deal or whatever. So it's like, it it, it <sighs> yeah, but you're working. Yeah, well, see, that's the thing. You got a that gig. You got it right, right. But you didn't think of see again. You, I, I, when I was initially turned off to the idea of cruising or doing cruise ships, it was because I was younger and there, it just seemed like the cruise ship comedy was a very, like I said, just older comic, right. past his prime, out of the game kind of gig. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, and then um, a couple of years ago, I got a chance to audition to be part of, uh, you know, to be on the getaway with the Norwegian ship bef- um, when it was brand well, that's new. That's where we met. Yeah, we yeah. Um, so I got a chance to audition to be on, like, uh, the inaugural cruise of the ship oh, when it went cool. from New York to Miami for its home port. And um, at the time, I didn't have a lot of work in the books, and it was like I was scrounging for gigs, and I'm like, well, fuck it. Let, yeah, I'll, I'll go out for the audition. And they, I did it, and they uh, they liked me, and they offered me a gig like a month later. And the money was really good, better than what I'd make, you know. Yeah. Oh. And more, like, what a comic makes on a week in a ship, 
is comparable to what a comic could make for almost a month of work on land. That's awesome. Yeah. So it, you know, I'm like, all right, well, let's just see how I like this. And I was very nervous at first when I got on the ship to work because I, I, again, in my head, I thought cruise ship comedy is this totally different animal from a club act and that it was going to be, you know, I have to change my whole act. I have to do all these old, old, old cheesy jokes from my past. And that's what I did the first couple of weeks. And then I saw the other headliner and I watched him. I'm like, well, shit, he's just doing his regular club act. But all he's really doing is he's not cursing. And for me, that's not a, you know, I, I like, you know, not that I, I need to curse, but it's nice to be free on stage and yeah. say what you want to say. You guys get it too when you have to be clean for the, yeah, before 11. Um, but I noticed that that's really what he was doing. And he had some cruise specific jokes, but they weren't as cheesy as I thought cruise ship jokes had to be. They were cl- still clever right. just about the ship. And when that kind of clicked in my head, I was like, oh, okay. So I started being a lot, you know, a lot more looser on stage on the sh- ships, how I would be on the clubs. And I, uh, some of the jokes I do in my act now are older jokes that okay. I wouldn't do in a club. Okay. But they're still my jokes and they still work, and you know. And they're new to all these audiences. And they're new to the audiences, yeah, yeah. And um, then, you know, like you talk about the hot tub thing, I started noticing things on the ship. I'm like, okay, that'd be a funny joke. And that's really not a cheesy cruise joke it's still got my own twist on it so (laughs) i'm not embarrassed to tell it and then when i got a little more comfortable because in the clubs i love to talk to the audience and riff so i started kind of talking to the audience and i'm like oh this is you know this works just like it does in the club yeah the crowd work is really fun to watch thanks man it's it's fun to do too you were you were really really quick too because they most of the time they give you real gold because it doesn't matter what they're saying they're just They'll, they say the most ridiculous things. Even when we're up there talking to them, they don't know what to say. Yeah. So when it comes out, there's six different ways to go with it. Absolutely, you, you yeah. You always find like the best ones. I love watching the crowd work. It, it actually, I try to, you know, think about okay, like where, did, how did he come up with that? Like where did that come from? And see if I can, kind of analyze it myself so I can understand. Like so I can be a little quicker next time that I get something like that. The crowd work is one of the best things on the ship. Yeah. I, I think it's I, super fun. I, it's fun for me too, you know. And like you said, you know, after doing it, after, you know, riffing with crowds, you know, either in the clubs or in the ships for uh, for a while, you start you, you start coming up with back pocket jokes. You, yes. you know, if somebody says this, you're like, okay, I know exactly how I'm going to respond to this because I've done it a million times and I know this is going to work, even though it seems spontaneous. Right. Other times it is spontaneous and something comes out of my mouth and I'm like, I don't know where the fuck that came from, but damn, that was brilliant. I'm glad that you record every show too. Oh, I do. Every, I, I started, I'll, I'll tell you this. Um, well, I started recording my shows off and on in the 90s and then um, I guess around... 2002 or so I, uh, I I got a voice recorder and a little lapel mic and just started recording every single show awesome. for archival purposes or to listen back if I said a new joke and it worked or an old joke that I said a different way and it worked even better I can listen back I recommend that to any comic record every show and on the ship I can videotape too right. um, for again any physicality or if there's a great moment that happens I put it online it's like a video clip um and years ago, I got to, uh, I worked with George Carlin. I got to open for Carlin a few times. Really? Yeah. We had the same manager uh, for a couple of years. And Carlin, he told me, he said, never, ever, ever throw a joke away. Never throw an idea away. You never know when you're going to be able to make it funny. So you've seen my book, right? My yes. book of, con- yeah, I yes. have I have a book um, that's probably about well, two or three inches thick of every joke 
or idea I've ever thought of typed out, categorized, and that's because of Carlin. He told me he, it was great advice. And um, uh, so, like, all of those little technical aspects of the being, you know, again, saving onto jokes, recording all my shows, either audio and or video, it all helps to essentially maintain and and uh, and improve my act as it goes because yeah. the last thing I ever want to do is be stagnant with my comedy you know, you know what's amazing about that which I really I love that because I need to start doing that myself there's been so many times where I've woken up the next day and I'm like what the hell did I say last night that was mm. so damn funny dude you got a mic right there and you got your iPhone dude I know I need to just put this right in front of me mm -hmm. and you know play but I think that as a society in dueling pianos we've all gotten really lazy because we're partiers yeah we we drink on stage we play music and um it doesn't matter because we'll come up with something tomorrow you know like that's the mentality behind it it's a, a nobody cares uh mentality I, I i wish i knew some of those jokes that i've told that were just that killed i remember one um god about six months ago I don't remember what I said, but I remember saying, I've been waiting seven years to say that joke again because I couldn't remember it for seven years. And one night it came to me. And do you and remember what it is? I don't remember what it is. <laughs> so it, in six and a half more years, <laughs> I'll write it down. <laughs> um, but that's but that's a really good idea. Yeah, nope. so that's why I invest in stuff like this. Yeah, I you should. Be able to do that. You know, what I do, this is what I do too sometimes. Like um, at night, that's sometimes where my most create uh, my, a lot of my creativity comes is at night because right. when I'm in bed and my brain's slowing down, sometimes just as a mental exercise, I'll put myself on stage in my mind and I'll uh, I'll think of a topic that I've either been like thinking about, an idea for a joke, a concept, and I'll just put myself on stage in my head because it's safe because I know if it bombs, who gives a shit? It's just my imagination. Right, right. But sometimes, just thinking about it and, and just improvising in my head a funny line or idea will come out and I grab my phone even if I'm half asleep and I just hit record on my voice recording go idea for a joke blah 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 right. and then because if I don't in my head I'm like oh I gotta remember that I gotta remember that fuck I won't remember that da -da. if Never I do that it. yeah it's nine Never times out of ten you don't remember it so I record it and the next day I'm like oh what did I and I just play it I'm like that's right that's funny and then you got it so yeah. I um it's it's you should always always have some way to uh, record and keep track of ideas and jokes. You know, I'm wondering if I actually have some because I've used the notepad many times, and I probably have something written down on here. Um, He's going through his phone, everybody. I am. I'm going the, the phone. This is, this is not a uh, a video podcast, so I'm just I'll, I'll narrate what <laughs> what Johnny's doing. Well, good. I'm glad we stopped yeah, the show for you to do that. I can type shit here. I don't know what this is. This is what's in my notepad. It's a selfie of me doing the devil horn uh, rock fingers and just scribbles. Like I can't scribble shit. I That's good. That's good. <laughs> See, here's a. I'm an idiot. Here, you know what? I'm gonna play this for you. This is one of my. It, it just. It's from August 17th this year. It says joke idea. Trump High School. Ooh, okay. You know what it feels like with Trump? It feels like like a high school uh, student council election where Trump 
is like the goofball of the school. You know, everybody like, he's a fucking goofball, it's Goofy Trump. And as a joke, he enters the race. And, you know, all these kids are taking it seriously. And he's like, what the fuck is this? Hey, you're sweaty, you're a liar, hey, you fucking do-do-do. And the whole school is like, dude, fucking Trump, man. No, no. You know what? We like him. We like him. That's God, that's what it's like, except that nobody's seriously going to vote for him. He's the G- something there. Yeah, I obviously yeah. not a funny idea, but... <laughs> that is was, a funny idea, though. Yeah, I, I, I kind of remember doing that one. But, but again, that's just an, an example of me just recording something. That's when, great. Never went with that idea, but it's, you know, again, as Carlin said, I don't throw anything away because right. one day... One day it's probably going to be funny. It might be, it might be funny, you know. It might be funny. It might be huge, you know. It might be very huge. That's what sucks about the ship. I can't do anything political. Yeah, because you're going to alienate. Somebody. Divisive, yeah. On the, 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 the big, the big fucking, um, uh, well, what would you call it? Just that uh, the, the, the rule or the uh, as guideline. a comic, it's it's your your um ah the. the yeah, yeah, your your hands are tied because it's um on the ship it's people are paying to be on a vacation and you're part of their vacation. Right. And what you don't want to do is remind them either of shit going on in the outside world. Yes. Or p- pit them against each other politically, religiously, things like that, you know. So I have and th- what sucks is I have some great Trump shit and I haven't been able to do it for a month because I've been on the ship. Right. And, um, you know, and I, and th- th- this thing I was talking about that I'm going to do in the theater with the PowerPoints, and I have wanted to put a picture of Trump on there as a punchline. And it, the punchline would have nothing to do politically. It was just the way he looks, making fun of that. But there are people out there that would see that as making fun of Republicans. Right. And, you know, they complain, and then, you know, enough people do it, and I get in trouble. And it's just, it's the thing about the ships is, is you, you've got to, again, have your hands tied. And you can't say certain things because you don't want to lose the gig. Well, yeah, you don't want to lose the gig, and you don't want to, you know, you don't want to piss people off. You don't want yeah, to, you don't want like to, if I was in a club, I, I, if I was in a club, I wouldn't care. Right. In a comedy club, you walk in knowing that there there might be offensive things said, might be things you don't agree with, but it's freedom of speech, and you're you're choosing to pay to go into a comedy club to hear this. Yeah. And if you don't like it, you can leave. Absolutely. And the ship, again, we're part of their vacation, so it's not we we should not be upsetting them right. by saying things that might offend them as a comic you say things that are universally loved or universally hated and unfortunately for some reason trump is not universally hated um and uh, like the, 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 there's a joke that i do that i was afraid might be too edgy because it's uh, the, the, my joke about homophobia Yes, with the movie preview about yes. the, the, the. I think that's actually pretty funny. It's 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 it's, it's one of my it's favorite jokes to tell. Because you told it with two gay guys in the front row last week. Did I? Yes. Did I? Yeah, you totally did. You don't remember? I remember there was two gay guys, but I don't think I did the joke that show. Oh, you didn't do it that show? No, I remember because I specifically didn't do it that show. Oh, okay. Maybe. But I I mean you there I guarantee there have been gay people who've seen Keith that. Keith has a gay joke. He's, yeah, he when he goes, girl, that is that so he was like, you married? Where's your wife? Oh, 
Yeah. Oh, snap. Yeah. And he was like, oh, that really messed me up. And I was like, yeah, and then you did the joke. <laughs> then he went with the joke. Yes. It was really funny. I know. Um, so you didn't do it. I didn't time. do it because because if, again, if, the, if I'm in a club and I know there are gay people there, I don't care. Right. But on the ship, the last thing you want is for, you, don't you know. You to feel offended. Offended, yeah. right. Even though I don't think the joke is offensive. I don't think the joke is offensive. But, again, there's also on the, another thing, and you probably realize this on the ship, there are people that would love to seem offended to get free shit from the cruise line. Yes. So the last thing you want to do is be the cause of any kind of, hey, I was offended. I want a free cruise or blah, 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 blah. Yeah, yeah. You don't want that. Yeah. Then, then they don't bring it back up. Now, how do you like being on the ships compared to the clubs, uh, the I think, land? I think it's interesting. Um, I don't know if I love it. Um, I, I just bought a house, and then I did a cruise gig. And I want to be at my house because I just bought the house because I really yeah. like the house. Um, and it's football season. I'm a big football fan. So it makes watching football very challenging. So at this moment, I don't really want to be on the cruise. Um, but when I started, I was like, this is actually a really cool thing. It's it's really fun because I like everybody that I'm meeting. I like everybody in the shows. The shows are fantastic. Amazing. Got, they're, they're Broadway actors. Yeah. Oh, know? yeah. And they're coming in and they're dancers. And oh, phone's ringing. Me. Oh, that's Brandon. Is, can I do speakerphone? Uh, I don't know. Wait, hey, buddy, Brandon. Doing good. Me and me and Flipper recording a podcast right now. He's you want to come over? All right. He's gonna change. He's gonna get changed. Is he gonna become a black woman? You gonna become a black woman? You're still in your suit. Ah. Uh, <laughs> Still in a suit. Okay, cool. Well, we'll see you in a few minutes then. I'll, I'll prop the door open. All right. I heard his smile through the phone. He's still in a suit from last night. Says a lot. That son of a bitch. That motherfucker. <laughs> well, you're married, right? Yeah, I'm married. How, so how does being on the ships... Uh, is it that... sucks being away from my wife. Yeah. Um, as you know, well, you've well, been on for a month now. Yeah. And um, I actually met your wife. She yeah. was on the getaway. So that was cool that you guys got to spend that week together. Yeah, she comes on with me um, a couple times a year, okay. and a couple, you know, when I have uh, longer contracts. What does your wife do? She is a member services manager for DVC. Um, that's fancy words for she runs a call center. Ah, uh, DVC is Disney Vacation Club. Oh, I got you. So it's uh, Disney's version of timeshare. Gotcha. And she manages the call center. Okay. All right. Yeah, because uh, my wife is a is a comedian too. So. Yes. For us, it's a little easier because she understands what I do. She gets it because she does it too. Not on the, uh, excuse me, not on the ships. <laughs> I apologize, no, I'm a gentleman. No, that's good. Uh, not on the ships, but she does comedy, so she knows like part of the gig is being on the road. Yeah. So it gets difficult. Excuse me, but well, you guys are on more of a similar schedule, though, right? Like if she's working at night, you're working at night. You guys can kind of be on the same page. Where yeah. My wife works early in the morning, and I work late at night usually. Um, so we're always on kind of on different schedules. opposite we're schedules. For days off to spend time together. together. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, so she she really hates being you know that I'm away and she's alone in the in the new house. Did you meet her as a player? Well, I mean, I meet a lot of <laughs> girls as a player. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I mean, she, did, she, did you meet her playing in a club? Or? Yeah, I met her at Disney. I um, I just moved to Disney. I'd been there for about six months, and uh, we had a mutual friend who introduced us. And she was actually dating one of the guys that worked 
at the club that I worked at. Oh, fun. But he was had, this on Pleasure Island? Uh, no, the Boardwalk. Oh, okay. Um, it's uh, it's uh, the Boardwalk Resort has some outdoor nightlife, not much, um, and a lot of people think that it's at Downtown Disney. Anyway, I digress. Um, he had decided to quit his job. He packed up and moved back home to Mississippi, I think, and started dating a girl and never told my wife. Oh, wow. And she was like, I didn't know if I was still dating him or what. I didn't know what was going on. I was like, well, screw him. And it turned out Dude, she was really I already smart. did. Yeah, right? <laughs> Look at this guy. Oh, here's hey. Brandon. <laughs> Say hi. What's to up, man? How are you guys doing? You doing good? <laughs> this is a... Uh, this is uh, both of our shows. All yeah, we're doing a simultaneous podcast. Simultaneous podcast. Yeah, the Fantastic. What's for Johnny K show? What's, what's Johnny K having for dinner? What's Johnny K having for dinner? <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. Um, we need another mic here. You can talk into this one. I'll, I'll talk into that fourth floor or whatever. Yeah, so I'll, I'll, talk, I'll talk right in. Yeah, it might be quiet. We have to get right up on it. Yeah, we just got to get right up. You suck oh. that mic, dick. You just got home. Yeah, I just got home. Um, night? Yeah, it was a long night. It was, it was, a, it was a great night. Oh, <laughs> oh, yeah, you had a date last night. I did. I had a date with Maureen. She was fantastic. God, you looked so beautiful last night. Oh, you guys so were great. adorable. You amazing. You looked pretty sexy yourself. We had a cabin party. Yeah? Yeah, you yeah. missed it. I missed the cabin you party. missed the cabin party. Oh, man. We had uh, Tez and MJ and Robin here singing Boys to Men songs on the keyboard. Oh, See, this is fun shit that happens on the ship that uh, a lot yeah. of people don't know. Like the the entertainers and the crew, they have what's called cabin parties, yeah. where uh, like you just hang out in the room and play music, watch movies, whatever. I one of the more epic cabin parties I was ever at was in Brandon's cabin on the getaway. Yeah. This was about a yeah. year and a half, two years ago. There, uh, this cabin, this is about the same size. It's actually a little smaller than the getaway cabin, on the and es- the escape cabins here. I'd say about two feet shorter so, yeah, right? like than the, space wasn't right, exactly. So yeah. let's just say two to three feet uh, uh, as less less wide. Right. Mm-hmm. And I would say comfortably in a room like that, you could fit, what, 15 people maybe? Comfortably? Yeah. 15? You think? Or less? Well, I mean, depends, 10. On how, how, depends on what we're doing. Aha. Uh-huh. That is true. So let's just say maybe 10 comfortably. Right, yeah, 10 Brandon had to have about 30 people in his wow. cabin. They were like, and like on the bed, sitting on the on the uh, on the ledge there, all on the bed, on the floor, on the cat. It was so claustrophobic. Alice and my wife and I were in there. We're like, we gotta get the fuck out of here. I'm just like, both of us just like, this is too much. It was hot. So we had we like there are people like in the like in the uh, in the walkway right next to the bathroom, standing people outside waiting to come in. To come in, and then people in the the shower and the bathroom area just there just that's all just talking yeah it was it was the that was probably the most epic cabin party i've ever that's seen fantastic. yeah you have photos of that night. i do oh, i have them. I, I know i have them somewhere the embarrassing photos they're um no you know what they're 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 awesome they're <laughs> awesome it, it's not more embarrassing it, it's more embarrassing when the when the security shows up yes yeah ah yeah. like, oh, man now, i will tell you this for some reason there were two beautiful girls in my bathroom last night and they were in there for a very long time. I don't know what they were doing. But I know that they came out and all the black dudes left with them. Oh. So I don't know if they were just like, all right, who's going to take on two and who's just going to be left with one? And I, gotta, I don't know what 
you know, I'm trying to figure out in my head, like, what kind of conversation are they having? Oh, my God, which one do you want? I don't know. Well, which one do you want? Well, I want two of them. Well, you know, you and I may know. No, I want that one. I want devil penetration. Yeah, okay? exactly. <laughs> you know, guys, maybe they were just talking about Jesus. And maybe there was a Bible study group. You, oh, you, you, you jump to such naughty conclusions. I thought you meant Jesus the bartender on Texas, too. <laughs> <laughs> He's a nice guy. You, pour, you ask for a glass of water, he gives you a glass of wine. Oh, oh, oh good that. He is the man from heaven. He just, yeah, he he's, the man, he's the man upstairs. He is the man upstairs. <laughs> deck 16, he's the man upstairs. Oh, shit. On deck 16. Deck 16. Absolutely. Oh, cool, man. So, anything else we want to talk about? Because this was fun, man. But really fun. Too much. So, one thing I do like about the end of the ship is the cabin Maury really liked what she had to say on her message machine, by the way. Oh, I left oh, her a message. Yes, you did. Oh, shit. Oh, you don't remember this. Yeah. Did she keep it? She did keep it, okay. and she really liked it. She was, uh, she's, I actually heard it. She was like, you got to hear this. I didn't say anything inappropriate. Did no, I? not okay. at all. You just, uh, you you said to her that uh, that you handled the situation. Oh, oh, I did handle the situation. Yes. Is it a situation we could talk about or no? Probably not. Okay. I mean, we can. But just I, not with the microphones I, on. I kicked a girl out of my room with a vengeance last night. Ah. Uh. I got her back, and I said, don't come back to this deck. <laughs> That's great. Uh. You know, Ma- Maureen was going to cut a bitch, so I just, you know. She was going to cut her. Yeah. She was going to hurt her. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. she was going to hurt her. Oh, all right. Well, we'll talk about this off, off <laughs> mic then. We should record this part. Yeah, this is <laughs> that was really good, though. All right. Well, we'll, we'll discuss it off mic. Um, but well, I'll I'll do my wrap up, which is um, thanks so much for being on my show and having me on your show, on the combine what Johnny K is having for dinner. I like that. <laughs> I like that. Um, where can people find your you and your podcast online? I am at Johnny K dot me dot me. That's J O H N N Y J O H N N Y K dot M E. And where's your does your podcast as a specific site? Gotcha. Um, yes. And um, you could find me, um, all my social media and everything you can get off my website, flipisfunny.com. Ha ha ha. Ha ha ha. And uh, com is where you can get all the uh, archival episodes of my podcast. How many episodes are you up to now? Um, I, I'm trying to think offhand. I believe this will be episode 194. Wow. Either 194 or 195. So we're almost this at 200. Episode 22 or 23. Hey man, you got to start somewhere. Got to start somewhere. Yeah. Right. So, uh, thank you so much for being on my show and having thank me you on, for being on my show. Thank you. Thanks and Brandon. And Brandon for being, for being on, on a show. Lo- I really like being on a show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll see you guys next week. Thanks for listening. All right. Bye. 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 Oh. Now we stop recording. Now we stop recording. <laughs>